Welcome to the New Author Podcast, a weekly podcast diary starring Jerry Evanoff. You don't see enough positive news about global warming. And Rich Casey. I usually do the smell test and the taste test. I usually don't do the, the look test too much, but sometimes, like if there's furry things growing on it. Join them weekly as they talk about writing, publishing, and marketing their books. They'll talk about their successes, their failures, and everything in between. And along the way, they'll probably veer off the path a little and talk about gardening, television, their world travels, sports, or pretty much any other shiny thing that catches their eye. And now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is Saturday, September 9th, 2023. This is episode number 232. Uh, I am one of the hosts of this podcast, Jerry Evanoff. And Rich, I don't know if you can tell, but my dog is angry about something. I hear um, that. Yeah, joining me as he does is Rich Casey. Rich, how are you? How's your dog? Is he is he angry? <laughs> My dog is non-existent, but uh, oh, okay. So then, but, no, no. but I'm doing well. Uh, as a long-suffering Detroit Lions fan, uh, the oh, fact yes. that they beat Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes uh, on Thursday was amazing. For one thing, my sister and I were texting back and forth, and right up until like the final seconds, we were going, "Okay, I wonder how they're going to blow it this year." And then, then was when it was finally over, uh, I texted my sister and I said, you know, I bet you absolutely no one had Patrick Mahomes chokes on their bingo card this week. <laughs> I will say that, and I did not bet this, but I will say that <clears throat> I was ready to pick Detroit. I think it was five and a half points they were getting simply because the Kansas, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, even as good as they've been, they never, ever cover the spread. So I always take the underdog. I didn't expect Detroit to win, though. I was pretty happy about it, too. I think I've said before on this podcast, I always root for the Lake Erie teams, Buffalo, Cleveland, Detroit. So I'm happy to see uh, Detroit win. Right. So it's looking at like maybe that that good finish that they had last year was not necessarily a fluke that they're uh, going to actually be a good team this year. They got a really good coach, and, you know, he gets high-energy guy. But, uh, yeah. Right. Right. All right, so before I jump into my stats, let's just talk about the state of the podcast. We have two more podcasts, including this one, that will go up to the old site. So if you're still using the old link, the one that has my sister and I as cartoony people in the uh, in the, the podcast icon, uh, you're still using the old one. You got to get over to the new one if you want to keep going with us. Um, you can A couple different ways you can do it. You can search for us in your favorite podcasting app. You look for the look for the icon that has me and Rich as actual human beings and not cartoons. Uh, AI human beings, but human beings and not cartoons. Rich, I was swinging my golf club today. I asked a buddy of mine to film me because there's a website out there called Swing Tweaks that I want to send my videos to. And the first thing I noticed when he uh, gave me my phone back and I looked at the video was, holy cow, I do not have any hair. And now I'm kind (laughs) of happy that the icon that you made with the AI has more hair than I actually do now. (laughs) Very happy about that. It's it's always a shock when you first figure that out. Oh, it's yeah, it's terrible. Um, so then uh, you can also go into the show notes and find information on how to get the RSS feed into your podcasting apps. There's a few different ways you can do it. Uh, you can also go to Spotify. Um, I don't know if I have the link to Spotify. I'll put a link to the podcast in here for Spotify too. That way you can get it there. So there's a lot of ways to get it. Keep getting it. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll get the, hopefully keep the numbers where they are and get them to get to grow over time. So in terms of my stats, uh, again, it was a very, very short week. There's really been about three days, and I will tell you right now that I have done zero writing. Um, so my numbers are all the same as what they were on Wednesday. Inheriting Murder, book two in the Murder Mystery Series, is stuck at 48,795. 
Alpha Battalion book one. This is the space opera book. It's really probably going to end up being a novella is sitting at 5,813 and origins of volume two in the prequel novella trilogy. I did a little bit of work on that um, on Thursday at lunch, but not much. So I didn't really count the words yet. 4,501 is where we're sitting. My mailer light also no change sitting at 1,105. My Facebook page also no change sitting at 211. So nothing really has happened um, in the last three days. Last week's goal or three days ago's goal was to up my word count in some way. Um, I really didn't succeed at that. I guess I did a little bit because my origins volume two did go up a few words, even though I didn't count them yet. Um, so I'll call it a fail, which is fine. It's we're finally at the end of my super busy two and a half week period of fantasy football drafts, golf and vacationing. Uh, so all that'll change next week. I'm not too concerned about it. Yeah, and it was such a short week, and with the start of the football season for you, especially, it uh, yeah, it's not it's not surprising you didn't get anything done. Uh, for me, I was oh, I actually did have a fairly productive three days. I, I edited one episode uh, of what the cat dragged in to, for posting to Vela, and then I managed after that five thousand six hundred forty nine new words over the last. Uh, nice, actually, actually, they all came on Friday. Um, and I'll talk about that when we get to my recap about what that was and why I, I wrote them. Okay, so let's just jump right into the recap. I have a feeling this is going to be a short podcast or shorter podcast this week just because I don't have much new. But now I'm seeing that you have a few things, which is great. So at least we'll, we'll have some writer's content in here, um, which I like. Uh, Wednesday after we podcasted, I did a fantasy football auction. I did it online. It's a strange one. The money, the way that people spend money is kind of strange, but got through it, went to bed around 1130, which sucks because I have to get up at 5 a.m. on Thursdays. Um, but I went to bed around 1130. I was pretty happy with my team, but we really won't know anything until, you know, the season starts Thursday. Like I set up 5 a.m. to work. Uh, this time I had to go into the office. And um, like I said, at lunch, I attempted to do some, actually, I attempted to do some work on chapter 13, didn't get far. So I opened up Origins Volume 2, wrote a few words, did a little bit of editing of the chapter three that I have going on right now. But then I ended my lunch a little bit early because I was uh, going to a friend's house from the old job uh, every year on that particular Thursday, opening night in the NFL. We go to his house. We sit on his back patio where we got some tables set up. There's usually like 10 to 12 of us. We do a fantasy football draft uh, and then he he cooks out and makes a big spread of food on his grill. It was like burgers and sausage and brats or whatever. And like cheesy potatoes, which I love and uh, watermelon. And what else, uh, what else was there? There was a few other things. I don't even remember that were there, but it was so good. I think I had two helpings of everything. Oh, it was just good. <laughs> then we do another draft that goes into the darkness of the night. He usually turns a light on, but we sit back there in the dark and, we, and then the game will start while we're drafting. And the guy who runs the league will yell at all of us, nobody look at the game while we're drafting because you don't want to <laughs> like know what people did. But we all have laptops now. So we all just open our laptop and watch it anyway. Watch the box score anyway. So uh, that was fun. I really enjoy that particular night every year of drafting because it's two drafts and a, a barbecue. And I get to see the guys I used to work with at my old job, which I don't see anymore. Um, so, yeah, I was really happy. I will say that I got home around 1030 that night turned on the second half of the game and started watching it. And about 20 minutes in just the exhaustion of like getting up at 5. AM and not only that, but of the last couple of weeks of just getting up early and getting home late or going to bed late or whatever really started to catch with me. And I just could not hold my eyes open. So I went to bed early uh, Friday. I actually, so this is funny. I actually slept to my alarm, which I don't do very often, which was at six 30 and I woke up and it was one of those mornings that I'm assuming a lot of people have where you kind of wake up and you just go, okay, 
Why am I getting up at this time? What's today? Like, what's going on? Am I golfing? And finally, it was like, it was about 30 seconds in where I was like, okay, I'm working today. That's why I'm getting up at 6.30. So, and I actually said it out loud. I don't know if I was talking to the dog or not, but I said, why am I getting up at 6.30 right now? Um, so at lunch, um, I, well, I cooked some lunch, but then I cleaned up my house a bit. Uh, and the plan was to write that night, uh, but I, I got a note or I got a, we were, I was in a Teams meeting with, a few people and one of them is kind of the person who tells me what to do. And he said to me, he said, Hey, he said to all of us, he said, Hey, you guys are working Sunday morning. So if you want to cut out a little bit early today, feel free. And I was just kind of kicking around some ideas because I'm still looking for a couch. Um, I went to this website, this furniture store that is in the area that I had no idea was even in the area. And I found a couple of couches I really liked. So I left at three o'clock. I logged off work at three o'clock and I drove to this furniture store and walked in, walked around a little bit and I had a salesman come up to me. Uh, named Bill, uh, named Mike. And Mike comes over and says, yeah, you know, can I help you? And I said, well, I'm looking around. I'll, I'll let you know. And as I was saying that, I found one of the couches that I saw online. And it was really nice. It's it's um, same width as my current couch, but it's two cushions, not three. And it's power. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Power. Uh, help pa me out. Uh, power, power lift in it or? N no, when it, uh, what well, words are hard. You know, the feet, the footrest comes up. Um, oh, okay. The you know, recliner part. Recliner, power recliner. Yeah, power recliner on both sides. But because it's only two cushions, it's a really wide seat that reclines on both sides. It's got power. Uh, this one did. This is a power recliner. It has a USB port in it on each side. I had no idea that existed. Love that. Um, yeah. So as I'm standing there admiring it and looking at it and looking at the price and asking Mike what the, the, the length of it was, this woman comes walking over with another salesman. And she says, uh, oh, yeah, I think this is the one I was looking for. And I just kind of looked up at her. And I'm like, pardon me, ma'am. Are, are we going to have to arm wrestle? And um, <laughs> she started laughing. So we were chatting a little bit. And I said, and I, I and my my salesman, Mike, says, you know, what do you think? And I'm like, well, let me look around a little bit more. He says, okay. So I go look around. And, and he, he comes and finds me. He's like, uh, what do you think? And I'm like, go ahead and let's just call it a yes. But let me look in this one spot I haven't looked in yet. So I, and as I'm doing that, I'm watching the woman and her salesman. They're now sitting. She's on the couch and he's on the chair that matches the set. And they're just talking. So I start walking away from it to go see what else is out there. And as I'm doing that, Mike, the salesman comes over. He's like, hey, listen, I'm going to take one of the cards out of there just in case she decides she wants to buy it. I hate to do it, but I hate for you to miss out on it too since you were there first. I'm like, that's, that's fine. No problem. And so he walks back to do that. And as he's walking back to do that, I'm walking the other way. And I found a couch. I'm like, okay, this one I like better. And oh. it's a little bit more expensive. And I go sit down in it. And it's got a better, it just felt better. It felt more comfortable. It's got power headrest, which the other one didn't. Okay. And uh, Mike comes back and he says, okay, I got it. I'm like, I'll tell you, Mike, I hate to throw a wrench in things, but I think I like this one better. But let me go back and sit in that one again. Um, and I look up and the woman's still sitting there and the guy is still sitting in the chair. And I just look at Mike. I'm going to go, I said, I'm going to go make this uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> jokingly. So I go and I sit down in it and, and we're sitting there and I'm like, we're just talking all three of us, the, her salesman, me and her, we're just talking about how we have dogs and we want to have the, so the dog can lay down and everything. And then <clears throat> at one point, the woman behind the, in the financial area, hears us talking. So she gets up and she walks over and she goes, just so you guys know, there's seven of these in stock. Oh, and the okay. lady says to me, well, it looks like we're not arm wrestling. And I was like, thank God, because I did not want to get embarrassed in front of everybody. So, um, but I told her, I said, I think I'm going to go with the other one. So I ended up going with the other one, a little more expensive, but it's really, really nice. It, uh, it's not in stock, the one I went with. So it won't, it won't be delivered for about two weeks. But once it's delivered, I'll have the TV set up. I'll have the couch set up. I'll be ready. I'll be ready to, to spend the rest of my football season in that couch. So okay. I'm uh, so, pretty excited so about that. 
so I don't know if you took advantage of this or not, but I'll just throw it out there that, you know, you and the woman, they both, you both like the same couch. You both have dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting along. Did you get her phone number? I didn't um, because I went with a different couch. So I figured it probably wasn't meant to. Be. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because okay, I told her, because it was funny because I told her, I go, well, I, I'm going with that one right over there. It's got a power header. She's like, where? What are you getting that I'm not getting? And um, so I showed her where it was. And as I'm walking her towards it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's got this and it's got this. And I go, I wonder if I'm going to get a, a piece of the sale if you buy it because I feel like the salesman right now. And uh, so she ended up going with the other one, the one that I was originally looking at. And I went with this other one. So. Um, yeah, it's, Boy, I'm excited. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a great idea to have a plant within the sales room where you, the person who's working for the furniture company just upsells people, but pretends they're a regular customer. Oh, it'd be brilliant. I mean, yeah. if, the, if they were smart, they would have said, Hey, we only have one of those left instead of seven, because then it made it easier for me to just, well, I guess I did buy something else that was more expensive. So maybe they know what they're doing. I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. So I came home and realized at that point in time, I was going to write, I really was going to write that evening, but I did realize at that point that this was the first day in, I believe 14 days where I didn't have to work, uh, do a fantasy football draft, be on vacation, go golfing. Like I'm just going to be home. So I found a couple of, I found a college football game that was on TV, Kansas first in Illinois, Illinois. Um, and I bet it on, I believe I bet it on bet MGM. I took Kansas minus three and a half and I took the over for one of the running backs and I just sat in the, my couch and I just watched the game until I fell asleep in the third quarter. Cause <laughs> I was so tired. I uh, woke up in the middle of the night, checked the game and it turns out I hit both bets. So I was very happy about that. Uh, my 10 bucks, my two $10 bets hit. So <laughs> woke up this morning at five 30 because I can't, you know, I keep doing stuff. Uh, it's my, my golf leagues, golf outing. Um, and it's always fun. It's another day that I look forward to. Uh, I did not golf well at all though. And I was pretty disappointed about that, but, um, you know, went inside, had some fun, had a steak dinner and won a door prize. I won like a $25 door prize to our golf, our regular golf courses pro shop. So I'll use that next year. And, um, yeah, it was a good time. Got home around three o'clock hung out with my parents for about a half an hour and then got back here about three 30 and really haven't been doing much other than just kind of sitting and watching. Uh, I have a quad box up that YouTube TV offers me for four college football games right now that, that I just kind of been watching all day. And that's pretty much it. That's my week. Okay. I, I get the sense that uh, I know your golfing season isn't completely over, but I guess your leagues have come to an end pretty much. Yeah. And uh, I get the sense that you, you're not, you didn't really golf all that well this year compared to the year before. Yeah, what happened? No, and it's all it's all because I'm working on my tee shot. So my tee shots puts me into bad positions to where I have to like chip mm-hmm. out and waste a shot or hit it in the water or things like that. So okay. I, I had my buddy Jeff today. I, I mentioned earlier, I had my buddy Jeff today record me from the side and from the back. And there's a website out there called Swing Tweaks that you can send it to. And for 40 bucks, they'll analyze your swing. They put you with a golf pro. They'll analyze your swing and then send a whole bunch of stuff back to you. I don't know how helpful that will be, but I'm interested in trying it. So I'm probably going to do that maybe this weekend. I'm going to send those off and and I'll use like a promo code from the YouTube videos, the guys on YouTube that I watch you golf and and see if we, and I have my golf simulator all set up and ready. I know what I need to work on over the winter so that maybe when I come back in the in the spring, I'll be better. So okay, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. Yeah, everybody has an off year now and then. Um, my week was or the short week was really busy. On Thursday, I was up at eight and after a leisurely breakfast and working on a puzzle with my wife, we got a table in our kitchen, a kitchen table where we just have a puzzle always out there in some pro- some uh, stat- status of being finished. So we worked on that for a while. 
Uh, then we hit the gym for an hour, came home and I mowed the lawn. I haven't mowed it in weeks and weeks, probably wow. eight, nine weeks at least because it's been so hot and dry. Number one, it hasn't really been growing that much. But number two, when you do mow the lawn in hot, really, really hot, dry weather, all it tends to do is kill it. And all the yeah. neighbors around me have just browned out grass. Mine is lush and green because I haven't touched it a bit. And it can, it can cope with the hot weather as long as you don't touch it. But I decided that it was going to get a little bit cooler uh, coming up in the forecast. And I was going to go ahead and finally cut it. Uh, I did that. Um, did an hour of weeding or so afterwards. And then uh, <laughs> my brother-in-law called me while I was out there talking. And he wanted to, to chat about it. Uh, home equity loans and reverse mortgages for some odd reason. Well, not for some odd reason. I know why, because he's getting ready to retire. And he's get, he's the kind of guy that likes to uh, get everything in a spreadsheet and know exactly, you Ooh. know, 15 different possible plans of what might happen going forward. So uh, nice. and for, and like for, some so for some reason, he calls me, be, I guess, because I was an economist in my professional life. And plus, I've been retired now for coming up on nine years uh, almost. So, yeah. So we did that. And I took my wife to the doctor, uh, doctor's appointment, and I sat underneath a tree outside because I didn't want to go in because COVID is starting to get uh, go up around here. So I sat under a tree outside on a bench, which they had, which was nice, and chatted with my brother about his transmission problems for for about an hour while my wife is in there. Uh, after doctor, we went to lunch at New York Bagel, which we like to do, and then came home and I watered the lawn in uh, the mostly dead flower beds because the fact that I had cut it means I meant I should probably water it because it's going to get a shock from the cut. And I'm glad I did water it because we were supposed to get rain that night and we never did get it. Uh, but uh. it looks great. It looks great today. So I'm, I'm not worried about it. I finally sat down at the computer and worked a bit on some marketing and then some preliminary sketches for fourth quarter, end of year, next year plans. I uh, don't really have anything set in stone just yet, but I was kind of going back over what happened this this year so far and what I think I can make stick going into next year. Uh, then it was shower, dinner, and I wrote until bed. And what I did, well, basically didn't write, but what I did is an edited an episode of What the Cat Dragged In. And while I was doing that, I realized that I, I never really put down or really find, uh, set in stone canonized, I guess is the word I'm looking for, what the the main character, Amelia Jones's backstory was. I, I have some hints in that in, this, in the, the first story, but even in my own mind, I'm not really sure how she got to where she was just before the story started. So I decided what I probably really need to do is I need to go ahead and get that backstory firmed up. And I initially thought all I do is just make myself some notes. You know, you know, this is what her childhood was like. This is what, how, what she was like growing up. Uh, just to remind you, you know, the character is in her her mid seventies. So you know, there's a lot of backstory there to be had. How she actually got into being a private detective. But when I started it on Friday morning, uh, after you know doing some initial domestic chores. I started writing down the backstory and I thought to myself, you know, this would make a really good short story. I can, I can be succinct or I hope I can be succinct. A lot of times when I start short stories, they turn out to be novella length and I didn't want that. Mm -hmm. But so I sat down, I just started, I started writing and it flowed out pretty easily, probably because bits and pieces of her backstory have been floating around in my conscious and subconscious for a long time now, for months, uh, as I've been working on, on the main story. Uh, and I just never wrote it down. So I, I finally did that, wrote it down, and ended up with that 
chunk of words that uh, new words for the week, the 5,000 plus words. Uh, but it's complete. It's from front to back. It's kind of rough at the moment. It needs to be, I need to go back over it and smooth it out a little bit. Uh, but that's what I'm going to be working on, uh, or I worked on this morning. I'm going to work on later uh, today and in through the weekend. Um, yeah, and then in the evening, we we binge-watched a, uh, a new show I stumbled across on BritBox called Murder in Provence. And uh, it's really cool. It's a, it's, it's a story about a French judge, which I gather from the context of the story, a judge is essentially the equivalent of a detective in the French legal system. And a criminal psychologist who basically solved murders in in Provence in in France, and you know it's kind of it's the whole show is filled with these idyllic shots of French fields of lavender and you know vineyards and all you know all these old buildings and stuff. So it's it's kind of cool, and it's really well done. And the other thing I like about it is the episodes are movie length, so they're like ninety minutes or so, eighty to ninety minutes. Oh, wow. and. Okay. So they can really develop the story. You know, they've got almost 50% more time than a typical show that has uh, to develop a story. And, and it's really cool. The only downside of it is, is that they only produced three of them in 2022. And it's not clear to me that there are going to be more. I think there will be more just based on the fact oh, okay. of, its, of its ratings. It's got like a 91% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's well done. I, I, I can see it's a high budget. Uh, film the way they were doing it so i, I hope they do do more um and what's <laughs> what's really interesting i don't know how much britbox you watch but what's really interesting is you see the same actors over and over again uh in these different <clears throat> shows especially the murder mysteries and you know a show that they will have been in 10 years ago they suddenly uh, reappear in a different show and they're essentially more or less playing the same character uh, and that happened in the show, so it was kind of same cool. character, yeah, yeah, more or less, yeah, you know, it's not exactly fan service per se, but it's a, uh, I guess the the actors get known for playing a certain kind of of character, and, and that's what they go with. Uh, Saturday this morning, we hit the gym after breakfast again, so we're hitting the gym pretty regular now, which is really good. Uh, then I mowed the lawn again because between when I cut it on Thursday and today, it grew about an inch after watering it, and. Uh, the water helped wow. in the fact, yeah, the water helped in the fact that their temperature dropped about 10 degrees. So now we're only around 95 degrees. And uh, apparently it likes that a lot better than the 105. Uh, and then again, did a little, little bit of weeding, uh, had lunch, showered and started revising that short story. Didn't get too far before a nap overtook me. But uh, I'm hoping that uh, by Monday, possibly Tuesday, I'll be able to get that posted. It's going to be about 10 episodes long, roughly. Uh, but, but I'll get that up there on, on uh, Vela and see what people think about it and before I do any kind of a super major rewrite of it. And now we're recording, and afterwards I'll probably end up having dinner and playing a game of Wingspan with, with my wife. Uh, and may, maybe search for a new show on BritBox because I always love diving into their, into their catalogs <laughs> and seeing what they've got. <clears throat> of course, it's difficult to pick out one to do just because it has to be essentially PG-12 or or g for my wife to want to watch it in fact this murder this murder in provence which was basically pg-12 she was uh she was a little bit disturbed by the end of the last one we had just because of the uh there was a kidnap scene in the in the uh the kidnappee was not necessarily treated well and uh that really bothered her <laughs> so i gotta be really careful so yeah that was my week yeah i think i'm with her on that i don't 
I don't, I'm with her on that. I don't like those kind of um, scenes. I'll, what I'll do sometimes is I'll just fast forward through just to see what happens. And then if I'm okay with what happens, I'll rewind it and then watch it through. Um, I'm known yeah. for that. So, yeah. When my son was young, um, he was, he was, I don't know if he's like the same or probably he actually probably is, but he doesn't read fiction because he has no time being a graduate student. But he, uh, when we were homeschooling him and we had a curriculum we were using that had books you know, that we wanted him to read and stuff. He would always read the first chapter and then he would go to the end of the book and read the last chapter because if it didn't turn out well, he wasn't going to read it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. I like that. All right. Um, in terms of my running list of future things to do, it's the same as it was a few days ago. Work on my website. This is a lot closer to happening. In fact, next Saturday will be the last podcast we post. Once that podcast is up, I'll probably give it a week or so, and then I'll take jerryevanoff.com down, move Jerry Evanoff author to jerryevanoff.com, and then get the new author podcast site set up. Um, and then I'll link the Spotify stuff there each week. Um, so that should happen over the next few weeks. Uh, and then the Amazon ads and the Facebook ads, neither of those things are going well right now. Uh, I'm not, I haven't really talked about the Facebook ad much, but it's not going well. I don't know why. I haven't really looked at stats either. Um, I don't know. It's just, no one wants to seem to read this murder, uh, manufacturing murder book. And I, the cover is fine. I think the blurb is okay. Maybe I'll change it up and see what happens, but it's just not going well. Uh, but again, I'm not in this completely to sell a whole bunch of books yet. I will be at some point, but I'm not there yet. Um, so I'm just writing right now. Well, I've read a couple of posts, at least long extended posts on, on the Facebook groups, 20 books group, uh, since last, uh, time we talked and both of them mentioned how they had like absolutely no traction until they had a number of books out in a series. And it's just like, you know, it's just almost impossible to get traction anymore with standalones. Uh, unless you've already got a track record and you know, you've had a number of books published, yeah. you got a series out or, or whatever, then you can throw a standalone out there because people are already used to, you. but uh, to have a standalone just sitting out there. Yeah, it's tough. That's what I always say to people who ask me, like, have you sold a lot of books? And I just tell them, well, I mean, I'm really not trying that hard. I mean, I've put some ads out there, but I'm not really trying that hard because I want to, you know, if I have an ad out there and it costs a dollar to sell the book, I don't want to pay a dollar for one book. I want to pay a dollar and hope they read through the three books, the four books, whatever it is. Right. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I'm doing it just to try to get some sales because it's nice to see those numbers. But uh, at the moment, it's not like the end of the world. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, you might, <laughs> I don't know if this is worthwhile to do it or not, but you, I don't think you've ever dropped your book on Twitter. Have you? You, you ought to do that. Uh, reference that it exists. Yeah. yeah reference that oh, it no, exists. Drop, drop a picture of the cover, you know, connect, mm. uh, hashtag out to, uh, you know, uh, was it mystery readers and book twit and what all, all that kind of stuff. It costs absolutely nothing to do that. And, um, I've actually seen some people get traction just doing that alone. I, I don't know if you have much of a following on Twitter. I have, you know, very few people. I have, you know, less than 100. So it wouldn't really work in terms of your native following. But Twitter does show stuff like books and, and things to uh, communities on Twitter, even though they may not be following you. So it'd be worth a try just to see. Yeah, I'm, I'll definitely, I'm happy to try that out um, because it's free and takes about five minutes. So I'm happy to do that. Right. 
All right. In terms of my addicted to, it's still fantasy football stuff, YouTube's podcasts, TV shows, whatever I can get my hands on. But that will actually probably end uh, tomorrow. Um, I do have podcasts that I listen to about fantasy football, but um, I'm not really interested in drafting anymore or any of that that rankings or any of that stuff. So I'll probably go back to some of the old stuff I've been and watching. You know, I have a lot less YouTube things that I watch now than I used to because a lot of the channels that I would watch daily either aren't posting daily anymore or they're uh, they're not posting at all anymore. And I never really went out to look for new stuff to to um, take its place. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm actually interested to see what the Addicted to changes for next week because I honestly don't know. You know what's weird about YouTube? And I've noticed this a long time ago, but I keep on coming back to it. If you watch a certain set of uh, videos, they're going to show you content from those creators when you just log in and you go to your home screen. They're going to show you all the content from those creators, but they very rarely show you new stuff that might be related to that or even you know branched out. It, it's, it seems like they're really missing the boat in terms of what they, they present to people because people who are going to YouTube, they're going to watch a lot of different kinds of things. They're going to be you know, searching for content, but they don't offer it up for you, for you. You really have to work at it in order to find it. Yeah, I mean, so, the number of times I've opened I've opened YouTube and it's um it's suggested videos for me and I just want to be like YouTube. You and I have been together for like 5 years now. You still don't know me at all. Yeah. Um, yeah the, well, that's a problem too. Yeah, their algorithms certainly aren't as good as Amazon's algorithms, which is yeah. strange as it should be. Um, my addicted to I I got you know, it's such a short week. I guess I really don't have any addictions to mention this week, which is, you know, kind of nerve-wracking because you wonder, okay, what's the next one going to be? If I had to actually point at something, it would probably be tea drinking for some. I gave up and I gave up coffee. I, I shouldn't say gave up because I'll go back to it like I always do. Like I went off a of coffee about a week ago or so because I was having some stomach troubles and I started drinking tea and it was fine. You know, the first day I had a cup of tea, one cup of tea, next day I had two. I think I'm now up to about six or seven cups of tea a day. So I guess, I guess we'll count wow. that as a new addiction. <laughs> I mean, can we can we blame BritBox for this some in some way? Oh, oh, it could, maybe so. I'm not exactly drinking. I do drink some English breakfast tea in the morning, but other than that, I'm ba uh, drinking uh, jasmine green tea during the during the day. I make these big uh, one gallon um, sun tea jars of it, and I put it in the refrigerator, and I just drink it cold. Mm, okay. All right. In terms of my schedule for next week, um, I have to work tomorrow morning. Tomorrow is Sunday. We've got the meeting scheduled for nine to noon, but really what we're doing shouldn't take any more than an hour um, because I think she just did it. Uh, she set it up that way, just set up that way, just in case. But uh, we all know what we're doing and we can all do it at the same time. So it, there's three of us that have to move move code and that code all works together. So we'll all do that. And then, uh, and, and, you know, at most it takes about 10 to 15 minutes each for each of us, but we'll do it at the same time. After that, our business analyst, she'll test everything. And if everything works, I mean, we're talking 30 minutes to 60. If everything works, if things don't work, then yeah, we have to revert. We have to deal with it, which kind of sucks, but hopefully everything works out okay. Uh, I do get to sleep in, which makes me really happy. I might even take half of the Tylenol PM this morning just to make that I make sure I sleep all night. So, um, and then after that, a buddy of mine's coming over probably around noon. And if, uh, uh, based on what he said, we're going to watch football all day and eat food that we shouldn't eat. So I don't know <laughs> what that means, but I'm looking forward to it very much. Um, there's a restaurant in Youngstown called Tracks. I'm hoping he's going to bring me a track salad because I love them so much. Uh, Monday, I'm back to work, but I'm working from home. I don't know if I'll write or, or not on Monday. Last winter, this became my writing day off. So I'll probably want to stick to that, uh, although I'm losing Sundays for a few weeks. So, um, you know, 
we'll see. I do have a tendency sometimes in the evening on Monday to grab my laptop and just do something. So, you know, that could happen too. I don't have anything planned for tomorrow, but, but, or for Monday, but you never know. Tuesday, I work from home and then I'll go to Hothead. I get my Tuesday nights back, which makes me really happy. I, I go to Hothead to write. Wednesday, I'm going into the office on Wednesday this week because we're doing like a Chick fil A style breakfast for everyone. Um, and then I'll write at lunch and then I'll come home and probably not do much in the evening. Thursday, I work from home. Uh, I'll have my writer's club in the evening and there's Thursday night football on afterwards. So it'll be a long day. I'll probably write at lunch if I can, or maybe I'll get, I'll get ready uh, what I'm going to go ahead and read that night at the writer's club at lunchtime and get it printed out and ready to go. So Friday, I work from home. I'll probably write in the evening. Saturday, I golf in the morning. Um, afterward, I'll be home. And then at one o'clock, I scheduled an appointment at, at a Pet Boys to get new tires on my car. I'm at about 56,000 miles. I have no idea what kind of tires are on there now because I bought it used. Um, but uh, they had a deal where you buy three, you get the third, the fourth one free and it's free installation and mounting and all that stuff. I asked the guy when he was telling me this, I was like, how do you make any money off of this? And he's like, ah, we really don't, which is odd <laughs> to me for a business. But okay. Um, so then what I'll do is because it's actually right next to the hothead I go to, um, I'll either go over to hothead and sit and eat and do some writing, or if it's going to be quick, I'll just get it done. And then I'll go over to hothead afterward and get some writing. And then you and I will podcast about this time in the evening on Saturday. Uh, my planned writing days are Tuesday night, Wednesday, Friday night, probably and Saturday. Uh, and then there's also a possibility I do something in the evening on Monday while I'm just kind of sitting and watching TV. My goal is to get chapter 13 and 14 in the murder mystery done finished and then raise the word count of at least one of the other two short stories. I think I can do all that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's like now we're going to have a long week instead of a short week. So you'll have an opportunity. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, my coming week uh, tomorrow, Sunday, uh, will be church all in the morning, basically from nine till noon is roughly the time that I'm there. Uh, the weather is supposed to be really nice, as in less than 95 degrees. I think we might be right around 90 tomorrow. So I'll spend some time in the afternoon working in the garden. Uh, in the evening, I'm going to continue to devote myself to rewriting this short story tried, that I created yesterday and try to get that thing finished up on Sunday, if at all possible. Monday, uh, gym in the morning. Uh, then I have an arc of a book that I need to read. It's a nonfiction book. and So it should be a relatively quick read. It's not all that long. Uh, but I need to write a review for it because the book goes live on Tuesday. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Uh, with luck, I'll also finish polishing uh, the short story for Vela and get it in the queue for publishing on Monday. Uh, I also need to pick, get my pickup windshield replaced. The uh, inspection stick is due sometime this month. And from what I understand, I got a cracked windshield. Uh, I got hit by a stone when I was traveling back and forth from Detroit uh, in the winter and it was okay until the temperature when I was up in Detroit got down to like, uh, I was it was right around zero or something like that when I was up there at Christmas. And that crack just went zing and spread right across the whole windshield. So I got to oh, get yeah. that replaced. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to take it to some someplace or if I'm going to have the guy come and do it here in my driveway, which I've done before. So I might do that. Uh, Tuesday, the first thing in the morning, I'm, I have to post that uh, ARC review. Uh, then I'm going to hit the gym again, followed by a uh, spate of cooking for a church activity in the evening. Uh, I'm going to be making angel food cake and Mississippi pound cake uh, from scratch. I'll probably make two of each uh, because when the eggs pile up on us like they have been, you got to find something to do with them. So I might as well cook a bunch of cakes and you know give them off on people who probably shouldn't be eating them either, but at least I'm not eating them. Uh, and uh, then if I get that cooking done in time, I'll turn my attention back to what the cat dragged in and try to work on some episodes for that. 
And then that evening I have to take the cakes over to the church and hang around for the activity. Uh, Wednesday through Friday, uh, I'm probably going to each day, the temperature is supposed to be nice, no rain. I'll probably bounce back and forth between gardening. There's a woodworking, couple of woodworking projects I need to get started and, or I want to start. Uh, I also need to clean out my woodshed, which I don't know when I'm going to get to. I can barely walk into the thing because I basically just throw stuff around in there instead of putting it back where it belongs. Um, and writing. So be gardening, woodworking, writing Wednesday through Friday. Uh, the goal I have for the, for the week is to edit uh, at least one episode each of those days and get them posted for publishing. So overall, in terms of goals, what I want to do is post a short story that I wrote yesterday. Probably will be, like I said, probably around 10 episodes or so. And then post at least three episodes to Vela of What the Cat Dragged In. And just try to keep on pushing on uh, those Velas that I have up there to try to get them completed so then I can think about rolling them out into some other formats. And that's basically it. Um, let's see. So you don't have anything to share. <clears throat> I was thinking it'd be kind of funny if I shared maybe my one of my fantasy football rosters, but then I realized there's no way anybody listening to this podcast cares or wants to hear that. So I just kind of <laughs> changed my mind on that. Um, so with that, that is the end of the podcast. I figured it'd be a short one. It was a short week and I didn't do much. Uh, you did a lot more than I, I did, which uh, is good. Um, you're actually on a pretty good roll lately, aren't you? Yeah, not too bad. I, I, I've been doing a lot of words. I've I've been working a lot on marketing. I kind of eased up on that in the last couple of days, which allowed me to find some more time to do the writing. And I think I kind of like the balance I've got right now where I spend eh, maybe an hour or so in the morning trying to work on the marketing stuff and then just turn my attention to, well, not only the writing, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff I have to do around the house and mm -hmm. just domestic chores, you know. Like I, I spent a, a good couple of hours off and on during the day yesterday doing laundry because I hadn't done it in like two or three weeks. So, yeah. All right. Well, with that, we'll go ahead and end the podcast. Um, just a reminder, this is the second to last episode. The last episode will be next Saturday that we post on the old link. So if you can get the new link and go ahead and subscribe, we would really appreciate that. So you can keep listening. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me, Jerry at jerryevanoff.com. Uh, jerryevanoff.com is the website. You can also go to jerryevanoffauthor.com and see the new website. Hopefully in the next couple weeks, I get that moved over to jerryevanoff.com. I might even just keep both of them up and redirect uh, Jerry Evanoff author to Jerry Evanoff. Um, just so I, I have both of them. Um, I said I was going to take my Twitter off of here and not talk about it. But now that Rich mentioned that I should <laughs> go ahead and tweet about my book, I'm going to mention my Twitter. It's just jerrye25. Um, Facebook.com slash jerryevanoffauthor. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash new author podcast. I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash jerryevanoffauthor, where you can see the uh, the first two chapters of the space uh space book, the, what do you call it, space opera book, Alpha Battalion that I've been talking about. For those of you who don't know, it's a I basically just took a, I did a, a mashup of, of the A-Team season two, episode one and my sister's family. And I'm creating a space opera based on that. Um, and yeah, that's good enough for now. That's a lot of contact it, information. Yeah. You know, one thing I didn't, I know I've, we've talked before. I kind of mentioned to you about turning your Snapchats into TikToks, but you know what, what about turning some of your, those Facebook posts you do into Twitter posts? That would be another content outlet for that material plus it might help build a little mm. more of a following and you wouldn't necessarily be only dropping on twitter stuff about sports and your book but you'll also have just some general writer content that might be interesting yeah i could i think there used to be an app out there that would like do one to the other if you post it on like twitter it would put it on facebook or the other way around right uh maybe look into something like that again twitter i'm kind of like 
you know, I'm not out on Twitter because I like Twitter. I like the stuff that it gives me, but I am out kind of right now and posting on Twitter. I don't really tweet much. So uh, maybe it's a way to, to uh, get some content up there. Who knows? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. if you like to get in touch, if you like to get in touch with me, my email address is rich at richcasey.com. And again, that's Casey with a K. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and threads at Casey himself. And check out my Vela stories. They're posted on my website at www.richcasey.com. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you all in one week. Have a great week, everybody.